Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Kustok Show, the place where impossible becomes possible. Yo, yo, hello and welcome everyone to the first episode of my show, the Kustok Show, and uh, I'm your host. My name is Vladimir Kuznetsov. I am also known across all social media platforms as Vladimir Smith because I truly believe that it's uh, easier for other people to pronounce it, even though I still think that it's really unique. So I'm going to be more abiding to Vladimir Kuznetsov. <clears throat> yeah, so my name is uh, Vladimir, as you already understood, and I'm 16 years old. Uh, I grew up in Russia, and uh, I'm still actually living in Russia, even though I'm really dreaming about moving to the US, and uh, that's actually my plan that I'm right now currently doing everything for, and um, I'll tell you later what I'm doing exactly, because right now I think that it's the best the best moment to introduce you my show and what is it for, what quality you're going to get from this and just what were the reasons why I was creating this show. So the Good Stock show, uh, how I actually came up with this idea, well, basically, I just understood that people are really in need of real examples of, uh, because at least in my country here in Russia, people don't really believe in success and that it's possible, you know, without fraud or without something like this. But in this show, I actually want to provide people with vivid examples on how people achieved something just because they persevered, just because they had some inner why and, uh, that it's all possible, actually. There is nothing impossible for us humans if we simply don't have this limit in our mind that we cannot do something. So this show, I'm going to bring a lot of guests here, a lot of uh, pretty successful people, like highly successful or just beginners, but already successful, who are doing something amazing, who are doing something impactful with their business, with their finances, or with their family, because I think family is uh, something essential, something without, you cannot do anything without. If you don't have your inner peace, you cannot give the world your outer peace, and hence you cannot get anything from the world that you consider to be great. So this episode, this show, entire show is actually not just for a certain audience. I want the show to be for audience of people starting from one year, I don't know, who can speak, who can listen to an English language just in one year, one year, but just starting from one year to... I don't know, to unlimited time of years that you live, maybe, I don't know, you can live 1,000 years. I just want everyone to listen to the show and uh, truly relate because we're going to have a lot of guests who are a uh, really variety of ages ranging from 10 years old, from, from 17, uh, all the way up to 60 or even 70 years old. Uh, of course, down in the future, maybe we're going to invite some Warren Buffett or Jeff Bezos I know, I know that we are going to do this. And so <clears throat> more about myself, I think you are already interested because I grew up in Russia and I'm 16 years old and I speak English like this. So you're probably interested uh, about my story and who I am. Well, okay. Um, I, as you already know, I grew up in uh, Russia, in Moscow. It's the capital of Russia, where actually that's, you know, that looks more like European cities in comparison to other cities in Russia. So I was kind of blessed by being born here because I had all facilities here, just everything just in, in reach of my head. 
And uh, I'm grateful for this. I grew up in a really great family. My uh, mom and my granny, uh, almost all my family are doctors. And uh, my dad is a programmer. And also really interesting fact about my family is that I had my grandpa by my dad's line who was once, but I would say not once, who was like maybe for the duration of 20 years ahead of the Russian presidency security, like it was back in the uh, uh, 1980s, all the way up to 2007, I guess. Yeah, so that's kind of, you know, interesting insight into my life. But don't worry, I'm not already associated with the KGB or other Russian security services. So it's just kind of already passed for me and you'll see why. So I was actually, I wasn't a really good student. I, I just loved to play computer games. Computer games were my obsession. And uh, I could play this really from day to night. Minecraft was just my second name, but... Later, I discovered already plenty of other games. Like I started playing some, I don't even already remember what games I, were play, I was playing, but uh, all you need to know that it was really a lot of games I was playing. Like, I was, like my usual time that I was playing, it was nine hours, like eight to nine hours. So yeah, just crazy hours. I was a bad student. I didn't care about my marks in school. I didn't care about my knowledge or just overall. I didn't care about life. It was for me like, you know, just a piece of cake. And I thought that everything would be just lying in my head, just lying, you know, on the floor. And I would simply go by this simple route to the world. But as life turns, it's not like this. And uh, soon I became obsessed with the gym. Like, I, I wouldn't say that I became obsessed by myself. I would say that my dad actually pushed me up to the gym, like, because like he said, like, Yo, whoa, whoa, what's going on? You really gotta go and you really gotta get your muscles up because you are playing this freaking nine hours every single day. So I was okay with that because I intrinsically understood that I was really looking really bad at that time, was in a really bad shape. So I went to the gym. I was again blessed uh, with the opportunity to meet with incredible coaches. Uh, one of my coaches is... Uh, a Guinness champion. Yeah, his name is Aaron Werben. He can uh, do like really insane things. Like one of his insane things that I remember that I just take into heart is uh, he can do like, um, wait, hold on, 50 push-ups on one single thumb or one single head in one minute. 50 push-ups. Like, can you imagine doing 50 push-ups just in your thumb? And uh, yeah, I was I was tra being trained by them by him. I was being trained also by uh, my uh, mixed martial arts coach Fedor. I was really blessed. I was surrounded by amazing people. Everything was going great up until the point I understood that actually I wanted to become a military. I wanted to become a, a military officer in Russian army and like you know be this cool guy who kind of you know breaks the doors. And then just save some, I don't know, hostages. And just really, you know, being adored by other girls, by other people. And like earning a pretty decent salary. And uh, <clears throat> I decided that I needed to go to a military class. Uh, in Russia, we have military classes. Like in usual school, just people, you know, wear uniform. And uh, I would say that it really isn't really good. Because uh, it's almost the same as usual class, but I would say even worse. There was some uh, 
I don't even know, a paradox that all, you know, bad people, all bad students were simply brought up in this one class and it was really insane stuff that was happening there. And uh, Alec, you know, served there for two years, once in the usual school, as the usual cadet. And uh, <laughs> even though I was a commander of the class, like I was, you know, uh, getting, you know, uh, commanding people, uh, telling them what to do, um, I would say regardless of what they didn't really listen to my orders, but then I understood how to actually make them listen. And the only way how to make people listen to you, just really big takeaway, is to provide value. Really, I understood that without providing value to other people, without making them smile, without making them happy, or just, you know, um, make some homework for them, or uh, give them some sweets, I would not be able to create this trust with me and with them, create this reputation, uh, since, you know, I'm not a really intrinsically public speaking guy, I'm not so, you know, social, as uh, so many people may say, I just understood the way how I can build trust with these people and uh, sooner or later they became really, you know, kind of respecting me. And that was really great because <laughs> I was actually using all my trust in terms of I could, you know, set up some some really bad stuff on less uh, on classes when we were sitting in classes I could just, you know, uh be kind of fooling around, just um, screaming and other stuff, and then uh, other people would not even think of me that I could do something like this. So it was in 2018, and uh, already in the seventh grade, I understood something has got, has got to change. So I really became passionate about uh, becoming a military officer, and I applied to a military school. Uh, so it was the beginning of the seventh grade when I applied my application. So I was waiting for the answer. And uh, by that time, I really I became really humble guy. I started learning. I started uh, truly obeying orders and just making people understand that silence and discipline is the best way to succeed kind of in class, in academics. And uh, this was really marvel for almost everyone in my circle because everyone was used to seeing me like a kind of, you know, this kid who was screaming, who was like, you know, hey, what's good, man, you know, like this. But then it became really like a rabbit, like a military rabbit. Uh, but I just wanted to tell you that I like, you know, never was drinking or smoking or even fighting. Like I had only two fights in my life. <laughs> So in terms of this, I was became, I was kind of decent, even even though like I was fooling around, and so my just image in the eyes of my officer in the in the usual school became really really great. So by the end of the year, uh, they wrote they wrote me amazing recommendation letter, and uh, I was successfully admitted to a military school called Prabrazhensky Cadet Corps. So. I was then put in that environment, it was like September 1st, I was like a really newbie there, but I thought that I knew many, a lot of things about just, you know, about my life, about just military life and uh, Russian, you know, some uh, Russian uh, laws and other stuff. But when I came in there, I saw all these guys and that all my, this, uh, I don't know, knowledge, all my conjured up knowledge that I built during this seven, uh, you know, years of my life in high school, 
were just meaningless there because I saw guys who were much bigger than me, who were much stronger than me, who knew more about just bodybuilding, who were who were uh, more muscle, who were more aware of just Russian military laws, and uh, I understood like, dang man, I gotta I gotta really become like them. I gotta look up to them, and I gotta uh, build the same trust. So all my principle like of building trust applied to everywhere. So I, uh, after I would say two months being in the military school, I already got a pretty good connections with uh, people in uh, other places, like for, I mean, from other classes and uh, Pasha Akimov, if you're watching this right now, just big shout out to you. That was my friend who uh, truly, you know, I was surprised because he was by that time in the 10th grade out of 11th grade in Russia. And he even offered me to to kind of store my food because I was really engaged in bodybuilding and it was my obsession, I thought, for life. Uh, he even offered me to store my food that I could bring to Gated Corp, even though it's prohibited. He offered me to store it in the fridge of an officer. I was just, um, I was so blessed by being surrounded by those people, just my classmates. I'm grateful for all these incredible people and uh, I'm just happy to have them as my friends. Uh, yes, yeah, so I was still engaged in bodybuilding and what's really weird about the Cated Corp is that we actually didn't really have there any gym facilities. Like what we had is only like, um, I don't know, like maximum weight of one double was 15 kilograms, which is not, which wasn't enough because my record that I could do with these two dumbbells was like 25 kilograms. It's... Um, uh, like approximately 55 pounds, like that was my weight, 25 kilo kilograms, and I had there only 15 kilograms, so it wasn't, you know, satisfying my physical body at all, and um, I was quickly becoming disappointed, however, I found many ways how I could work out, for example, in my military room, uh, I, ha I had, uh, like, you know, we had a bed that were kind of liftable, if you wanted to lift your bed, you could do this easily if you, especially standing your knees and you could do this as uh, uh, biceps curls. So I put my lightest classmate on the bed at the night when it was already night, yeah. And uh, I was just lifting him up, lifting him up. Uh, thank you, Dima, that you actually allowed me to do that with you. And uh, yeah, I was, you know, I was really fascinated by all those opportunities that you have if you don't have resources. You got to get resourceful. And uh, this is really incredible tip. Incredible advice that I can give you is always get resourceful. Like look around what objects you see that you can, for example, work out with. Or if you don't have uh, some, I don't know, a computer, just look around where you can get this computer. If you don't have resources, right? Just always get resourceful. This is the biggest lesson I learned from there. And um, overall, just I spent there almost two years. And uh, I was kind of really, really, you know, like a, like a fish in the water there, right up to the moment when I understood that my obsession was actually language. And I started learning English because I, I was just inspired so much by my, one of my favorite fitness slash motivational bloggers, Ingwer Oitenko. He got me inspired so much to really learn English, to 
because he was moving by that time in the United States. And uh, I even remember one time I was lying in my bed. Uh, it was summer of 2020. And I was like thinking like, oh man, like really? You want to spend your entire life in Russia just, just only because you want other people to look up to you and you just want to have a reputation. And I, and I thought, of, and I thought, like, you know, in my mind, like, oh, yeah, I got to change something because that's not what I want to do. That's just not my purpose because I, I wasn't ready to risk my life. I wasn't ready to actually, you know, do something related to military stuff for real. And uh, already, like, it was March of 2021 when I... Ah, okay, that's pretty ahead. So, in in summer of 2020, that was, I would say, my most pivotal summer, that I most impactful summer, most amazing summer that I had in my life. It was uh, most amazing by many reasons. Uh, I would say the number one reason is that while I was learning English, I was really like, you know, spending eight, eight hours per day to learn English. I was writing down words, 10 words per day. I was learning them for hard. And the reason why the summary became so amazing is that while I was doing that, I enrolled myself into a public speaking club, like, you know, online speaking since pandemic hit really hard by that time. And uh, one day it was... Um, uh, it was, uh, I, w- I wouldn't even say when I enrolled there, but maybe it was the beginning of the summer. But so on, already on June 7th, on the day of my first day in uh, this public speaking club, I met my love. I met my most beautiful girl that I truly want to make happy. And um, this is just, I think, the purpose of my life to make her happy. One of my purposes of my life to make happy and uh, provide everything that I need that she needs that our family needs and uh, this was just amazing our meeting was amazing because we met online like I heard only her voice and I already understood like you know when uh, you you probably feel me if you truly know that it's the true love that if you truly love this person Like, I don't know how we can love people even without seeing them. But if you really feel some connection to this person, you actually, you know, you you fall in love just not even seeing this person. And so that was with me. And I met my beautiful girl there. And uh, like time was passing. Then we met in real life. And uh, everything really has become so amazing. Like I'm so happy with this woman. And... uh, I just want, I'm sorry, it's just, you know, a little sickness. I just want everyone, guys, of you to understand that if you, even though you have money, even though you have like, you know, all these amazing cars, houses, if you have uh, money like Pablo Escobar, like trillions of dollars, it doesn't matter by the end of your life. Like you're going to be just, you know, sitting on the top of your money bank account, like on this, you know, um, gold cars, like houses, and you will think that doesn't matter because the happiness is the ultimate thing that truly creates you this life that truly creates you this impact to the world in, in you know as a songwriter avinci once said um she said one day we'll leave this world behind right so live a life you will remember and money 
isn't something that you will remember. I, I believe so. So I'm really, I truly believe that I was designed to be with her by God. And uh, every man, everyone who is listening right now, I just wanted to give you like, you know, a little love advice that if you uh, are looking for love, if you're just, you know, going out in parks and if you're thinking like, oh, you know, uh, like, uh, especially men, like, oh, we got to, you know, uh, bro, we got to find some, you know, some chicks and uh, then ask their phone numbers. You're actually never going to find true love because true love is always unexpected. Some great things are always unexpected and you cannot expect that you can find, you know, a truly person that you truly love and want to stay forever in your life. Uh, you know, being like this guy who is looking for numbers or going out to clubs and other stuff, it always comes unexpectedly. You cannot expect it uh, from, you know, from, but I don't know, just, you know, from sides, I don't think that it's possible, just my personal opinion, I don't think that it's possible, really possible and feasible to find your love on uh, um, some Tumblr or, you know, the sites for meetings. I think you should always uh, be prepared for unexpected situations and always look for this. So um, time was passing and already in fall of 2020, 2020 yeah, I like, you know, already started feeling this connection from my military school, from my cadet corps. And later on, uh, I already was, you know, slacking off, like kind of bringing the phone in, uh, which is prohibited there. Uh, but, you know, officers kind of, I explained them my position, I explained them my point of view on just the United States and America overall. Um, they told me like, all right, all right, like do what's good for you, do what, what's, what feels right, what truly your soul lies to. And they allowed me already to bring in phones. They allowed me kind of, you know, to use uh, school teachers' computers and that was amazing experience. I was also, by that time, I was waking up at 5 a.m., at 5 a.m., or sometimes even at 4.40, just to read a book. Just to read, you know, a book about business. Just to read a book about some uh, mathematical stuff because I was preparing for the SAT, uh, Standard Side American Exam, if I'm not mistaken, American Test, uh, which is required for U.S. universities. And... I was just preparing at 5 a.m. while everyone was sleeping. I was reading books, uh, business books or psychological books. I was also reading math books, preparing for math. And uh, by that time, like it, it was already fall of 2020, I decided to start my Instagram account because true impact can be made only while people know you. Money follows attention, as Grant Cardone said. You cannot have money. You cannot have impact without people actually knowing you. So that's what I made. I created my Instagram account, started posting, posting, but then I ran out of my ideas and I kind of abandoned this for maybe one month or two months. And uh, see, uh, and since we were just, you know, passing our exams together with uh, Nysta, there's my lady, we were passing exams together and uh, dang, we understood that we got to write actually essays for the United States universities. And that is seemingly not the hardest part. Like you may see all universities 
I think that's easy. Like, you know, I can just lie on the beach, just drink coffee or drink tea and just write, you know. But no, I can tell you that's totally not like this, especially if you don't have uh, rich parents, uh, since rich parents can provide you with lots of experiences. If you don't have rich parents, you got to really, you know, be kind of working your ass off to come up with some ideas, what's right about you. You have to be carrying out brainstorms, uh, brainstorming your ideas, brainstorming some of your experience. And this was the hardest part, at least for me, because uh, I didn't really have experiences. As you already know, I was playing computer games for eight to nine hours, and I was literally denying almost every experience that I could possibly have. Like one time I could even go to Germany to my sister, but I refused because I was afraid of planes as well as I just wanted to play computer games. So it was already March 2020, 21. Yeah, and I decided to leave the Kitty Corp to drop out of there because I didn't really see my passion line to it uh, as well as it was simply a waste of time for me. Like we were going to a dining hall and waiting for other people to come while they were, I don't know, somewhere where. So just simply to eat there one time out of five times, we need to stand out there for, I would say approximately 20 minutes or 30 minutes. So one time you can eat is 20 or 30 minutes so it was like really meaningless waste of time for me and uh, there were many other instances where I was simply wasting my time and I didn't want to do that so I decided to drop out like I talked with my uh, parents I talked with my dad with my mom my mom even though my mom was really against that uh, I don't think that she right now doesn't understand me still but that's just my passion that I want to go to the United States universities since I want to learn more. I want to have the impact internationally. I want to provide people with the true value. Like I'm applying right now to English majors as well as, um, yeah, for now only English major because I want to uh, learn, you know, public speaking. I also want to learn how to write well and all those incredible experiences that are waiting for me in college. All those incredible people all these incredible connections that I can have there and uh, eventually put my ideas and put my effort into real life, into creating my dream. My dream that I'm going to explain, that I'm going to talk about later, because right now that's a big surprise for you all what I'm going to do. But I started also investing, I forgot to mention, in the, the fall of 2020, like already the end of the summer. And I started investing because I really learned what passive income is after reading Robert Kiyosaki uh, put the reach that I think everyone should read this just this just must read if you want to create like you know passive income and other stuff like investing so I started investing in uh, stocks I still I'm still investing and I'm investing primarily in stocks that are paying off dividends because I, I don't think that stocks that don't pay out dividends have some value in a long term. Like, yeah, many people say that like, oh, I can earn on appreciation of these stocks. Yeah, of course you can. But how will you actually guess when you have to sell this stock and when you have to buy? So I prefer to invest in real stable companies like Coca-Cola or Cisco Corporation, Heinz and all other things that will always be 
available for us that will always be used by thousands of or even millions of people like who will never drink coca-cola i think no one will ever abandon this uh, but i mean um humanity will never abandon coca-cola and that's why I, I invest in this as well as coca-cola pays out pretty decent dividends so i became really obsessed with uh, investing particularly in uh, this dividend paying stocks and uh, i just wanted to come clean that i'm not working we just had a competition with my dad about uh, who could actually, you know, uh, got a greater return on our stocks. And uh, we made an agreement that he, like I mean my dad, uh, would transfer money to me as well as to him. Like 5,000 rubles, which is approximately $70. Yeah, so we had this agreement like every month we would be buying stocks on the $75 and then... Uh, you know, just competing, just competing who are going to get more profit. So I won by the end of the year because I had a, uh, I had a return of almost 50% of my stock portfolio. Like it was just because I was investing in the companies that I was sure about, that uh, in the leadership of which I was sure about. And so uh, I won, but it didn't really, you know, uh, kind of excite me, this competition. I just really, the only reason why I'm investing in the stock market is that I want to build this buffer, that I want to build this passive income that is going to, you know, uh, if you're especially long-term investor, if you want to invest in long-term, just don't wait that the results are going to come so fast. Results are never going to come so fast if you're investing because of dividends. Like you have to wait for 15 years or for 20 years for your uh, for, for your just investing portfolio and your dividend payout ratio to compound exponentially. So in 15 years, the, like my estimated income, if everything goes perfect, if everything goes all right, that is going to be like uh, $65,000. Uh, so if I consistently invest my money. So yeah, this is the beauty of it. Because if you are day trading, if you're just you know selling and buying stocks, you are a very dangerous position because your wealth is just written on paper. Like it's just, you know, written on paper. Today this company cost $1,000. The next day, you know, it cost $500. So you kind of, especially if you are impatient, you will sell it and you will lose your money. <clears throat> so I prefer investing in the long term. Um, what else can I say about this? So it is already... Uh, today is uh, August 11th, 2021, and uh, this is just time when I, like, you know, I, I, I started really clamping down on my Instagram portfolio, Instagram account, like maybe two months ago, and I just, on, on all my social media, because Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, if you don't know who it is, who this, is this is just incredible person. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know him in person, but I'm sure that he's an amazing guy. Uh, he created Winner Media, uh, Winner Sports, and just all other things. And he's just simply inspiration for me. Uh, and uh, his belief I take into heart that social media is the best platform. It's just the best way how you can um, build your brand. Brand is reputation for those who don't know. How you can build your reputation on out there only through social media. Like right now in 21st century, that's simply silly 
to not use all these platforms in the social media like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. I recently uh, joined LinkedIn. And just all these platforms, they're so amazing if you especially put out like 40 pieces of content per day, 30 pieces of content per day. And honestly, I'm still struggling with putting out like 30 to 40 con pieces of content per day, but uh, I'm kind of, you know, making my strategy how I can put out such a big amount of content and uh, really important. If you want to create like, you know, 30 pieces of content, if you want to scale on the social media, the only thing that you need to do actually like uh, is is to simply like, you know, you create, Instagram, you create a YouTube video, you edit this, you of course add value there to other people. And then like from your 20 minute YouTube video, you have just an enormous amount of small, small cuts, small videos for Instagram stores, for Instagram IGTV, for Instagram videos that you can later on post. So just simply create a video and then cut it down on some smaller videos and then smaller videos post on Facebook and even smaller videos, even like smaller than smaller, post on Instagram. So that's pretty much my strategy for now like that I'm using. I can also try to create something creative and give value to people like in a different way. And uh, overall, yeah, this is what I'm doing right now. This is who I am. My purpose is to create a, an impact to the world and uh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this through social media. I think my power is social media and uh, inspiring people. So that's why I created this podcast. And uh, I'm so happy to, and I'm so excited to see you on this show, to see you as my guest, to see you as my viewer, uh, because in the future, we're going to have lots of guests, lots of experience that you are going to have. Uh, we're going to talk about their stories, about their childhood as well, uh, like uh, in... Actually, my example, I gave you what we're going to talk about, but almost, of course, about business. Since I haven't started my business, I wasn't talking about my business, but those individuals, they're going to be amazing. I promise you, the first guest, it is going to really take your breath because this is so amazing. So, guys, thank you just for checking out my first show. Like, I'm really, I'm so pumped up to continue this show, continue this um, whole thanks on my uh, just, you know, social media platforms and on podcasts because I'm like really new to podcasting and uh, it's my first podcast, it's my first show. So I'm excited to have you guys here. And uh, yeah, just wanted to wish you stay strong, stay tuned to the new show and of course, subscribe to my social media. I'm gonna leave uh, all the links to my social media down below. So DM me message me anywhere you want. If you have any questions, just hit me up on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the platforms I'm available. So I'm waiting for you in the next episodes. And yeah, stay strong and take care. Goodbye.